Welcome to the Relationships Inside Out podcast with Drs. Gregory Sieber and Kimberly Murray, licensed marriage and family therapists. Join them on this journey as they explore the ins and outs of relationships. Well, welcome to Relationships Inside Out, where today we're going to talk about seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder, acutely acronymed SAD. <laughs> how, how fitting. How fitting. How fitting. <laughs> We know that it impacts women more often than men. Mm -hmm. It tends to be worse in the winter, although it Mm -hmm. can impact some people in the spring and summer. Here, we're going to talk about it in general, what it looks like, but it can Mm -hmm. impact people kind of differently. And it tends to start somewhere around early adulthood to mid-adulthood. Yeah. And and it, of course, affects a lot of people who live more north. Yeah. And this has to do with partly the reason why this could happen or someone might experience seasonal affective disorder or SAD is... Um, exposure to light. Mm-hmm. Um, light is a big, big uh, reason that helps shut down our melatonin production, right? Melatonin is important for our sleep. So when you get that light in your eyes, it, it kind of signals in, shut down melatonin. And then they're like, okay, I'm up. But mm-hmm. if, you know, in the winter, especially, right? This is why it makes <laughs> sense. We have shorter days, it's darker earlier. Um, yeah. So this is where you see it happen. So people talk about feeling lethargic, mm-hmm. tired. They don't have much energy, low motivation, but it also comes with things like depressed mood and even some agitation. Yeah. And in fact, seasonal affective disorder is not a diagnosis in itself or a separate disorder. Mm-hmm. You have to first be diagnosed with major depressive disorder, mm-hmm. right? So you're meeting criteria such as loss of interest in things, mm-hmm. depressed mood or hopelessness, mm-hmm. um, insomnia, hypersomnia. Changes in appetite. Yep. Mm-hmm. Changes, Changes in socialization. Yeah, like isolating, um, mm-hmm. concentration, maybe what we call uh, psychomotor retardation or uh, agitation. So either you're more slower, like even speaking than typical and other people have noticed, or the opposite, like restless, moving around a lot more than usual. And then, of course, um, thoughts of suicide or harming yourself or that you'd be better off dead. You know, those are a lot of the criteria for major depressive disorder. Mm-hmm. And then the SAD is more of a specifier for that. That it's more seasonal. It's not mm-hmm. year round. It comes, again, typically in the winter. And so for us Coloradans here, mm-hmm. we're entering into the season of sad and we see it go up in winter because again, that light, we're getting less sunlight. Mm-hmm. We see this especially prevalent in states like Washington or Alaska. Mm, more or, North. Yeah. Yep. Minnesota, because mm-hmm. their days are only a couple hours or none at all. Right. Yeah. There are parts of the world, parts of mm-hmm. even our country that don't get sunlight at all at certain parts of the year yeah or that six months of just daylight right or not when you're getting really up north and really ultimately it comes down to affecting the circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. right your Mm -hmm. sleep rhythm Um, and when that gets disrupted that's where we might experience that seasonal affective disorder so you might notice like in the winter people talk about like winter blues or holiday blues holiday blues actually kind of coincide with this or can Mm. It can be about the holiday, missing our loved ones, conflict. Or not looking forward to crazy family members. (laughs) I don't know anything about that. (laughs) But it can coincide with the changes in the seasons and Mm -hmm. it being cold and not going outside and not getting our Mm -hmm. daylight, not getting vitamin D. And thus we get this kind of where we feel blue. We feel low. Mm -hmm. We don't really want to do anything. We don't want to socialize. We want to sleep a lot. We want to eat more. Typically in the winter, right? Eat more. And it's not healthy more. things that we're wanting to eat more. It's typically carbohydrates. Then that's fine. That's fine for me. <laughs> Especially the stuffing after Thanksgiving. Yes, please. Oh, sounds so good. Right. We're not reaching for things like 
protein and veggies, we're reaching for things like carbohydrates. Yes, please. <laughs> I feel like a bear in the winter, right? I'm like, ooh, let's just fatten up. <laughs> and you might gain weight. Because if this wasn't joyful enough, you might gain weight yeah. too, which is even better. Something else to be sad about, right? <laughs> Potentially, depending on how you be yourself. But. but we notice that it's the seasonal change. That's the big defining piece mm-hmm. here, is that with major depressive disorder, MDD, it tends to have a pretty steady state throughout the year. It doesn't mean you're the same level of depressed throughout the year, but you have it mm-hmm. during all seasons, essentially. This qualifier is more season specific. So mm-hmm. at certain times of the year, either my depression gets worse or I don't have mm-hmm. depression during the summer, but then I notice in the winter, it really comes in. Yeah. And, and you'll see seasonal affective disorder typically with people who have other mental illnesses, like major depressive disorder, like bipolar two disorder, um, even anxiety. anxiety. Or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And, and a lot of it has to do with the serotonin as well, right? Just lack of serotonin production or. Um, and there's family patterns. So if your yes. family members have mental health disorders, you're more likely, mm-hmm. right? The joyful things that we get from our families yeah. with the holidays. In <laughs> the real ones, not the ones where we all have that crazy family member that we think <laughs> should be diagnosed. The ones where we know. And and that's important too for like, you know, a lot of us are like, oh, I know I have seasonal affective disorder. Or I know I have PTSD. Like people will say that and you're like, okay, you know, like, are you have you been diagnosed before? No, it's important because in the diagnosis process, you're really determining, is there any other reason medically that could be explained for this mm-hmm. these, these symptoms mm-hmm. you're experiencing? Um, and I look at like substance use is a big one. Um, people come in and they have all these things that maybe resemble um, seasonal affective disorder. And then I, you know, they're using some drugs that are downers, right? Mm-hmm. So hormones, hormones are a big one. Yep. Situational. Your, your thyroid. Thyroid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are lots of other biological factors that can impact it. But if we mitigate those biological factors, we don't see mm-hmm. sad show up. Right. Yeah. And, and those who, who feel like they're experiencing this stuff, you're not alone. There's millions of, of Americans alone, like just Americans that experience this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to understand what do we do with this? Because mm-hmm. even when you, if you do experience seasonal affective disorder symptoms, those vary in degree too. And the concern is when it impairs our ability to function. Because mm-hmm. um, some people might have, a, a, you know, naturally, I think through seasons where you're going to have that decreased mood, but this is part where it's, you're really, again, isolating. You your, notice big changes <clears throat> in yourself. Big change. It's impairing your ability to interact with others, like even re- like in Can relatives. Your partnership, your parenting, your family mm-hmm. time may even impact the way you enjoy your holidays. Work. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're late to work or don't want to go in or you're calling in. Anything where it impairs your ability to function on a normal day for whatever that looks like. Yeah. So. so some things we can do. One of the leading treatments is what's called a happy light or a box light. Mm-hmm. And you can order these from Amazon. You can order mm-hmm. them from approved distributors, pretty much anywhere. Um, but it is fluorescent light. And there are a few different levels of lux or the light that's within it. So if you try this, make sure you read the instructions of the strength of the lux and how long you sit in front of it. Mm-hmm. This is not something you sit in front of all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is between like 30 to 90 minutes a day. Depending on the, the depending strength on the, of the light. Yep. Yeah. We like to do it in the morning. It helps wake us up, right? We get best mm-hmm. results when we do it in the morning. And again, that helps with that circadian rhythm. So it signals to our body. It's not nighttime anymore. Mm-hmm. Shut off the melatonin. It's time to wake up, <laughs> time to get a little cortisol moving through our body yeah. and time to get that energy flowing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there are studies that show where they've compared that um, different groups, one where they got that light during the morning, one in the evening, and then one not at all. Um, and the ones in the morning had pretty much helped mm-hmm. their symptoms drastically. Like some, I think it said, um, 
didn't have any more symptoms at all. Some didn't have any. Yeah. They recovered, you know, I guarantee it's different for everybody. Absolutely. Um, but you know, that's something easy to do for yourself at home. The light therapy, you do it in the mornings when you wake up, uh, something simple. Another one is, you know, more vitamin D because again, with less sunlight, yep. we need more vitamin D and you can take you can supplement it supplements. Yep. Mm -hmm. Also for some people taking certain psychotropics or mental health medications just during the period of sad. So just during winter and early mm -hmm. spring can be really helpful. You don't have to be on it the whole year long, but if you know, I'm someone that the winter blues come in and it's hard for me in fall, we preemptively start taking whatever medications best for your body course prescribed. And once you're diagnosed, <laughs> Um, hopefully under the care of a professional. Yes. Ideally mm -hmm. a psychiatrist. Remember we go to specialists for these things. Mm -hmm. Um, but for some people they take it in fall when we know it's going to start to get dark, not once symptoms have set in, but mm -hmm. preemptively and then stop once spring hits. Mm -hmm. And it's Hence the timing of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fall's supposed to be hitting at the end of this Fall's month. hitting, yeah. so it's on our brain. I'm one that experiences it. My partner experiences it. I do too, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're already on psychotropics, you might go up in a dose. Mm -hmm. Work with your care provider so you don't have to suffer through this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and medication is definitely, like as you're talking about, another way to do it. So you have the light box, vitamin D, supplements, other psychotherapy, doing things that are consistent with what we do to treat depression from a um, cognitive or even a behavioral perspective. Mm -hmm. And behavioral one is important, like go do the things that are enjoy, enjoying. And we talked about this in a previous episode, but I think it's so important to talk about again, but is fighting through the gray. Yeah. The gray being those darker days, the winter, right? When it's cold and you know miserable for a lot of us <laughs> is finding something that can carry you through that. Mm -hmm. This is what we call like behavioral activation, doing something that brings that joy that distracts yeah. you from that stuff rather than sitting there and kind of not looking forward to it. Oh my gosh, it's dark out. What can you do that's a hobby. Oxytocin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is that like? Oh, maybe I'll get in a cross country skiing or, you know, maybe I'll start, I don't know, tying flies for fly fishing. It's something a class that, of the gym, class of the gym. It's something that excites you mm -hmm. um, and, and helps, helps bring up exercise is a great one, right? For, for... Great. That is one of the most effective treatments for anxiety and depression anyway, mm -hmm. is exercise. Yeah. It not only helps us feel good because our blood's flowing, our body's feeling mm -hmm. good. But it changes our hormone production. It changes our mm -hmm. serotonin, dopamine, you name it. Yeah. And so that's a big one. So mm -hmm. even if you don't feel like working out, I want to encourage you, even if it's just 10 minutes, mm -hmm. move your body, get that blood flowing. Yeah. Socialize. Mm -hmm. And being particular about who you socialize with, right? <laughs> so if you know yeah. <laughs> you have those negative friends because all of us Or family them. members. <laughs> Don't pick those friends when you have seasonal affect disorder. We want to pick the friends that are upbeat, that encourage mm -hmm. you to get out of your house, that bring out the joy, the good in you. Not so much upbeat because sometimes that it gets nauseating. For me. <laughs> I'm just like, I just want to go in the dark room. Um, but yeah, somebody that that isn't really like criticizing you or are exacerbating kind of those symptoms um, and even family members, wh whoever it is that can help in this process um, and maybe in engaging hobbies hobbies with them. Cause again, in the, in the, um, world of happiness relationships, strong quality ones are important predictor of happiness. 100%. Um, and the holidays don't always bring out the best in people. So again, selecting those people is really important. Yeah. So in addition to that nutrition, nutrition's huge. Yeah. Your body's going to want to lean towards carbs. Carbs are of course important. They are what your brain feeds off of. Mm -hmm. They are crucial for your body. And 
make sure you're eating things like protein, things that are nutritious for the body. Mm-hmm. I try to encourage clients that like an 80, 20, right? 80% is out of health and it's good for my body. 20%, eh, you know, it's the Christmas cookies and things like that. But if we can focus a little bit more on our nutrition, we're fueling our body. It mm-hmm. does wonderful things for depression and anxiety anyway, but especially when we've got those winter blues. So yeah. cooking that bowl of soup, that's nutritious, but also warms you up. That feels good. That takes mm-hmm. you home. That brings you connection or memories. Yeah. Or, um, you know, making sure every day I'm at least getting in my water. So half your body weight in ounces of water and I'm getting in three servings of veggies. It doesn't have to be huge. Just making sure we're giving our body at least some quality nutrition. Yeah. I mean, especially because that's what we want to do during the winter ones, right? That pat- winter pattern of seasonal affective disorder is eat a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then the summer patterns they see, like if somebody has this during the summer, they typically see where um, they don't have much of an appetite. I mean, enough. They're agitated. Their body's yeah. excited. It's kind mm-hmm. of the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. I want to go back a little bit to the behavioral stuff too, because I think gratitude is also an important mm, I love one, that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially during the holidays, right? Easy to mm-hmm. invoke that for us. It's like, okay, what can I be grateful for? And it doesn't have to be anything grand, but just on a daily basis, I'm grateful for this hot cocoa or I'm grateful for a warm bed to sleep in. And that continual practice on a daily basis um, can be very helpful. One in the sense that it makes you step out of your mind of what I don't have, which is what depression and seasonal affective disorder are really good at doing for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fighting that, it's countering that. And the time that you're spending being um, having gratitude is not time you're having on some of the, that. the negative thoughts. So that, that one's a big one. It's one of the top predictors of happiness anyways, that we've talked about before. Do Another, it as a family, do it with your kids, do it with your partner, yeah. right? Yeah. Every night sitting down for dinner, what are we all grateful for? Yeah. And again, it doesn't have to be that corny of just life. <laughs> um, it could just be like, I'm, I'm literally grateful that <laughs> this chair held together when I sat on it for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, that's another thing. And I feel like it's interesting to um, kind of stepping away from that now and talking about there are, there are some people who will go to great lengths and actually move to a place where it's just great weather and sunlight hmm. um, all the time, which can be helpful. And it has a, it's kind of a catch 22 here, people. It, and it can be, that's, what's so interesting is we, we think about, okay, well, light therapy, sunlight's great for us. Let's go somewhere where we don't maybe have more like drastic seasons, which could help. The one thing I would say is that there are a lot of things and in, in pe- there's you know studies that talk about this, but what are things in that location that could also take away from your bucket of happiness? Mm-hmm. Because you might get the light, but property taxes might be high or taxes in general, or maybe there's not the culture for you. You're really active and that place is not an active culture. Um, or we just really enjoy change of seasons, right? Like we, both Greg and I mm-hmm. lived in Florida for a period of time and for me, like one of the hardest parts of Florida, I was like, oh, it's going to be like a beach vacation all the time. <laughs> the lack of change of seasons was really hard on me psychologically because I didn't feel like my year was progressing forward. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt stagnant. Interesting. Yeah. And so that's something to think about for some people, like the lack of change of seasons, totally great for them. Yeah. For others of us, I need that season as much as mm-hmm. I hate seasonal affect disorder for myself in the winter. Mm-hmm. That change of seasons almost gives me like a renewed spirit, especially in the spring. Like ah, things are fresh, yeah. things are growing, things are new. And I don't get that high in Florida because it's all the same all the time. 
Yeah, that's a great point. Cause for me, I did well in San Diego. I did well in Florida in that regard, but I did not get that surge of, of happiness that people get with the springtime with, you know, those yeah. who are experiencing like, well, you don't have to have seasonal affective disorder to get that surge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but it is kind of like, I don't want to live in a place like upstate New York where, you know, I went in the summer and it was, oh, it was incredible. But winter. But here's what's interesting is what I've heard a lot from talking to people up there is like, we got to get out. We got to get out. We don't have many days like this. I was like, you're starving for nice days. Can't be here. Like I need to go somewhere where there's a good it's balance. Bitter and cold and the people or the weather. I'm just like, kidding. I'm just kidding. If you're from um, New York, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one on the table. <laughs> but it can be hard because we don't want to get outside. So we're I'm just gonna stay home again today. And then we have, especially if we work from home, weeks where we're not leaving our home. Or if it's snowy, like I don't want to drive in that. Yeah. I'm just gonna stay home. That's where we have to find something to get through the gray. If Gotta we, get out of the home. If we want to stay in it, because again, it goes back to, if I go to these places where I get the light, is there anything else taken away from it that would kind of, you know, um, cancel out any benefit that I might get? Whereas if I stay here for the seasons, get that surge, what can I do during that gray Mm -hmm. time or the winter time? And you may even relabel it, not gray, because gray in itself is is not really a a happy term. A lot of people associate it with kind of the gray days, right? Mm -hmm. Even like if you, so I try to reframe it as a period of rest. So summer for us is a go, go, go kind of Mm. time. And so this is like our rest season. And that can be a helpful reframe. So then I enter into it preemptively. Like I'm already thinking about, okay, do I need to have any medication changes? Do I need to have a light box? Mm. What do I need to do? But how do I also lean into a little bit more rest? How do I accept that it's going to be darker and colder and thus cozier with my family while still Mm. holding myself accountable to leave my house to do these things. Yeah. And, and if you are one that looks forward to the holidays, that's a great, um, I feel a, a thing to look forward to um, or a way to interrupt kind of some of that seasonal affective disorder symptoms. And Tricky part then is January because new year's resolution, everybody must get better. So now we're better <laughs> in ourselves weeks. for two weeks. For two weeks. <laughs> but then January hits and I hear this from clients of like, this is I really can't good. wait for Christmas. And then Christmas happens and then it's, mm-hmm. oh no. We just have January, February, March, and April, yeah. and there's nothing. There's nothing happening. And those are really dreary months for people, especially yeah. in Colorado. That's our big snow season. For the Christian culture that celebrate Christmas in December. Touche. Yeah. Touche. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, because it might be different for who are celebrating holidays at different points, but then it's the points where you're not. That's really, yeah. and especially if it, if it covers over the winter time. Um, but I think if you don't, and you don't celebrate that, find something that you can set for yourself every year that you look forward to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're big travelers, so we try to plan vacations every couple few months. And so for us, like February, like even just one night away in Denver, we're not mm-hmm. even leaving the state. Just something to change up our scenery, to look forward to, to mm-hmm. keep our minds moving through the winter. Yeah, and, and and it could be another hobby, like if your hobby is vacationing, great. Or it could be just any hobby you think of. You want to pick up? I want to pick up painting, or mm-hmm. or I want to pick up uh, crocheting, and maybe you know, maybe make a blanket or something. Um, something that helps keep your mind on that task. Mm-hmm. Leaning into time with our kids. So if they're stuck inside with us, what kind of hobbies can we introduce them to? What kind of art can we create with them? Quiet time. That better be their hobby. Quiet. Just kidding. Oh, preach, preach. <laughs> Can I get an amen from all the parents here? <laughs> it's tough. This is tough. And we don't acknowledge it. We don't really talk about yeah. it. And yet it's pretty pervasive where people feel mm-hmm. this slump through the winter of, mm-hmm. oh, this part of the year drags on. I can't wait yeah. for summer. And then summer flies by. Okay. Yeah. 
And, and I think you bring up a good point. Check in on family members. So we're talking about us feeling yeah. that. Also check on others and see if they're exhibiting this stuff and check in, see how they're feeling, look for them. Always, you know, ask about suicidal thoughts and, and if they've had them and if that's something that they've had before. We talked about this in the suicide episode. There's nothing wrong with checking in and asking about that. The thoughts are normal, but we just want to make sure everyone's safe. Because again, a seasonal affective disorder, as the, um, you could have moments where mm-hmm. the mood is is very low and that could be a possibility. Mm-hmm. Self-care, self-care, self-care. Every day, self-care. Self-care mm-hmm. doesn't look like just laying in bed all day. Mm-hmm. Self-care looks like what is my body and mind needing to feel good, to feel joyful, to keep moving. Yeah. Tough one. Okay. But very common. And you and I both experience this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So people aren't alone in, in this process. And um, yeah, I, I, I just... I feel for it because it's coming up. It's coming up. And I think a lot of us feel the anticipation like a train coming. A lot of us who experience this, we 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 know it's coming up and it's just it's preparing ourselves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now I'm thinking of the movies like (laughs) seal down the hatches, prepare for the storm. (laughs) (laughs) But ultimately the things we talked about I think are great, right? The light therapy, the vitamin D, go to psychotherapy, um, get out and and socialize or find a hobby and get through that the the gray days. Well, this has been Relationships Inside Out, where we talked about seasonal affect disorder or SAD. (laughs) Um, As always, if anyone has any questions or comments or topic suggestions, feel free to email us at relationshipsinsideout at gmail.com. And we look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks.